podcast going at the same time. There it is, rocking and rolling. Got some really good feedback um, from the one we did with uh, Heps, which was good. Yeah. He's, uh, he's pretty handy, old Heps, isn't he? Yeah, I think I took a, quite a bit of good stuff out of that one. And yeah, yeah feedback I got was he's a, a wise young man, actually, yeah, yeah. with some yeah. of his hints. But uh, just the two of us today, no one's in the, perched up in the middle seats. No. Uh, but yeah, we're always aiming to get extra people along when we can. That's Hello, you. D. You. How How's are you? It? Thanks for popping by. How's things in Queensland? Oh, there's um, Hips there. How's it? Nice to see you. Oh, yeah, we're just giving, giving you some big ups here. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we're up to how many podcasts or podcast lives have we done now? We're up to, it's about four or four. Four or five, yeah. 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 And um, we thought today is probably a pretty good opportunity to maybe bring it back a little bit and talk yeah. about core business. That's and, right. Yeah. Plug ourselves a wee bit. Yeah, a little bit of plugging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's what I thought we'd do today, a bit about, um, hopefully you can tell us about how's, how it's going in the uh, real estate market, what yep. you've been selling, it sounds yep. like you've been pretty fit out, which is pretty good. Yeah, pretty good winter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it's been a pretty interesting time, I always get people asking me all the time about what's happening in real estate, and you're never too sure what to tell them really, but um, it was a slow winter, we've said this I think on the podcast before, overall for New Plymouth, mm-hmm. looks as though it's potentially going to pick up a little bit coming into spring, but it certainly hasn't happened super fast, mm-hmm. uh, just saw someone this morning who's a, an avid real estate follower, and they were saying, every morning I'm checking trade me to see the new listings, where are they, or well, they're not coming up, so yeah, yeah there just seems to me maybe be a bit of a lull as we get into that springtime a little but, uh, but still what we've seen is just so many people out there ready to, ready to buy uh, wallets ready to go ready to open them and uh, yeah buy themselves some houses really and that's that's the interesting thing I think at the moment about the property market is the amount of people that are ready to go versus the lack of people that aren't necessarily ready to sell yeah yeah so with um, selling houses now I've never sold houses before and I I'm sort of understanding with, the more I talk to you about it it's actually quite the hardest thing to do as an agent is to actually have the listings. Is that correct? yeah, yeah? So that's once you've got the listings um, at the moment, because there's lots of buyers and stuff out there. The the process is I wouldn't say reasonably easy, but once you've got the listing, that's the hard part. Yep. done essentially. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a fair call. Yeah, yeah, because you've you know getting a house up on the market, of course, requires you to meet new people and impress yeah. and, and on them your good points mm-hmm. and hope, hopefully they'll see those and want to entrust their biggest asset that they own mm-hmm. with you to be able to sell it to uh, some member of the public. So, yeah. yeah, that is definitely the hardest bit of it. Um, yeah, and you're right too. It's, I think real estate is quite process-driven. Once it's up on the market and you've uh, got it marketed well and getting seen by people, you're having open homes, people coming in the door, you're following them up. Mm-hmm. Um, a good house that's priced well, people say will essentially sell itself. That's, there's a little bit of truth truth in that, mm-hmm. um, but it does need, you know, obviously a professional to manage that selling itself. Yeah. But yeah, it is definitely getting people, particularly um, at this time of the year, to think, right, it is a good time to sell. Mm-hmm. Who am I going to pick? This person looks like a best best fit for me. Mm-hmm. Let's get it up on the market. Yeah, that's certainly where the challenges are. What so for people that are um, tossing up whether they put their place on the market now, which seems to be like spring. I always thought springtime is probably a really good time to put yeah. it on because of that. I agree. What would you suggest to someone that's tossing up putting on the market? You know, to get them over the line to actually move forward and do it. A, why do it now? And then B. How would they go about choosing the right agent for yeah. them and their property? Yeah. Yeah, so I was, again, I've had a chat with someone else about this today as well. And 
the right time thing's maybe a little bit hard to completely get right because it does have to fit with a particular person. Obviously, homes, we've got days like today, certainly yeah. show a lot better on a day like today uh, versus in winter. But there's also a school of thought that if you can show your house that it's worst and people still love it, mm. then you're on to a good thing. So, um, yeah, springtime is definitely a pretty good time to sell. You want to have a pretty good feel of how many people are out in the market as well. Um, maybe nipping around other open homes, having a look what's what's happening at those, so you can get a feel of what homes like yours are doing. Um, but I think in the in the first instance, you probably do have to just take a little bit of a leap and engage with um, a real estate salesperson who can give you a little bit of advice because uh, you know good real estate salespeople will be pretty pretty upfront. Well, they should be always sorry, honest and uh, transparent with you about where your property's at. If it's in a good state to be able to get onto the market, what you need to do to it. If it's not quite ready to get onto the market, you need to have all those pieces of information at your fingertips, and that helps with picking the right person to do yeah. the job. Really, so a good agent should tell you that they shouldn't. That they'd tell you this. So, so if you come round to a house and you're like, right, we're thinking about putting this on the market. <clears throat> if it was me, I'd be like, the first question I'd ask is, how much do you think we can get for it? How yeah. fast do we could sell it? Um, and what's it going to cost me? Yeah. So should those things um, matter? Should they be the be-all and end-all of who you choose? Or are those just some... Yeah. Sorry if I'm just... No, that's a good question. I'm just, because I'm just you know... I, no, I, I, I like to question. think I'd be the general public. Yeah. And um, those are the things that I'd like to know. But I know in some instances, the answers to those questions aren't necessarily what should make your decision with which agent you should go to. Yeah. So my clear yeah. that. Yeah, so well, uh, you're exactly right with what people are interested in. Maybe the order of that changes a little bit sometimes. Sometimes for people it is, how much is this going to cost me? How much am I going to get? How long will it take? Uh, that's often the, often the first one. And yeah, all of those things are really important. Um, and I think for a lot of people, you've, you've just got to be careful that you're not getting trapped too much into going for the the very cheapest that you can go for uh, in order to hopefully maximise your profits at the other end because it, it doesn't always work that way. You're entrusting someone to be in front of the public on your behalf to show your house that it's very, very best and to engage with potential buyers who have the cash and you want to be confident that they actually know what they're doing and how to do that for you and to negotiate on your behalf. So, yeah, I think those three factors are certainly worth considering. But you also just want to go a bit outside that and, yeah, have a look. Does does Is the person confident enough to come into your house and tell you maybe a few of the warts and all truths of it? Mm. Um, I don't know about you. It's, it's, it's quite a hard thing to deliver when you go into someone's house fresh for the first time and they say, what do you think about it? And as a salesperson, I'd say, look, with how, look, I'd be honest, I'd be maybe touching up the windows because that's going to be something that may pull your price down a little bit. Have you thought about recarpeting this room or this could add a little bit of value? If someone's having those conversations with you and is able to uh, do that in a respectful way that doesn't make you feel yeah. offended, that's probably a good uh, thing to have a look at as well. Um, but, yeah, don't get too tied up in what the price is. The other thing I often say to people is uh, you've got to be careful if you do have a salesperson come in and they say, oh, this is how much I charge for my services, this is how much I think it's worth, and this is how much time it is. Mm. Um, and then you say, oh, that's a little bit more than I thought, and they're struggling, oh, no, no, it's, it's worth this much, and they're mm. dropping their commission rates down pretty quickly. Mm. Um, sometimes, you know, that can be a bit of a warning bell for people because uh, if they're that quick to drop their own pay, mm -hmm. um, they may do similar type of things when you're um, 
in front of a client for you. Mm-hmm. So you keep all of those things in mind. And sometimes if you've got an agent who comes in and seems to, you know, first up you have some connection with them, uh, you respect what they're saying and they respect what you're saying and you think that they're charging a fair amount to do their price and uh, maybe they're sticking with that. They're saying, right, this is how much it is going to cost. Mm-hmm. It's a, a good one to go for. Mm-hmm. Bit of a ramble there. No, it's good. I'm going yeah. to throw up the ball and I want you to smack this out of the park because I understand that the way that Tall Poppy do um, things compared to the other agents out there, other agencies have done it the same way as we've all grown up with, basically. Yeah. Why is Tall Poppy different and how are they better than the other agencies when it comes to selling it? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, it's, well, it's an interesting one. I'm always... Um, cautious and careful of not kind of saying that we're better mm-hmm. um, but I'd like to think that we are but um, it's just a different approach to how you do mm-hmm. things really I think it's the key thing and um, yeah the real estate industry hasn't changed too much and I assume you know there's parts of the finance industry that probably haven't changed mm-hmm. overly in car sales and that type of thing it's been a pretty standard way of doing things and for our real estate it's that a house goes on the market an agent charges a percentage of that house if they sell it they take that percentage. If they don't sell it, no money changes hands. Uh, that, that's kind of been the system. The other thing in real estate, of course, is that often a real estate person will list up a house with themselves and the company. So, you know, it could be me if I was working for another company for AB Real Estate. My face is on the sign, but anyone who's working at A and B Real Estate can also sell that particular yeah. one, uh, which, you know, does actually sound quite appealing if you're a seller of a home because uh, you can think to yourself, right, I've got a stack of people all uh, working to get my home sold, which, you know, does actually sound like quite a good thing. Uh, but the behind all that is the fact that all of these people are all fighting for the same amount of money mm-hmm. and the motivation levels change a little bit. You may have someone different coming through your house. So at all Poppy, we eliminate that and just say, look, the person you pick is the only person you're going to deal with from the start to sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can still work as a team if I've got a colleague who says, ah. Oh, I've got a client I've worked with called Jace who quite likes three-bedroom homes in the West Town area. Give them a call uh, rather than my colleague bringing them through and then me having to split the commission with mm-hmm. them. So there's a lot of motivation for me as an agent to uh, charge a fair fee and know that if I get the job done and it's done really well, uh, that I get paid that fair mm-hmm. fee and that hopefully uh, works really well to client and that's probably our biggest difference and other than that is the fact that we don't have an office in town there's there's no uh in my mind having a shop front for real estate seems pretty old-fashioned yeah. and yeah. um i don't know people possibly still do but um i don't think there are many people that wander down the street and stop looking at all the real estate uh windows and see what's for sale well, Most people are doing on here, isn't it? this is the shop front here and here that's yeah, yeah. We're, we're on the shop front right yeah, yeah. now and yeah. that's the key is you know i think Hitting all that type of thing, A, it's a lot cheaper. Um, and any of those costs, you know, when you think of a shop front and flashy signs in the window, um, all of that mm. is going to get charged back to you as a client at some stage. It may not be upfront, you're not going to get paid, have to pay extra to have your photo sitting in the shop window, but mm. somewhere within that fee, um, that is going yeah. to be worked in as an overhead cost. Yes, yes. And we've, yeah, completely eliminated that. When it comes to marketing, you just get. What you just pay for exactly what it costs to go up on the up on the site. Uh, there is no overheads. We just come to you, and mm. yeah, and that is a really different way of doing real estate. And for some people, it's um, a little bit uncomfortable and different. Uh, but I think it works really, really well. You know, why come into uh, into an, a bit of a sterile office and sign yeah. offers and make those big decisions when we can do it at your house or 
around the corner at Chaos or wherever you feel comfortable, really. So, yeah, look, we're definitely, it's, um, we're seeing around the world people who are real estate nerds. There's a lot of companies that have a similar philosophy to our Tall Poppy, and one of the uh, shareholders or owners of Tall Poppy is a guy from Colorado in America who studies real estate markets. Um, and this style of real estate is really starting to take over. Some of the big companies in the UK and Australia are closing up doors at yeah. the end of this year because they, they can't compete. They can't run the huge costs for overheads mm-hmm. and training and uh, people in offices and admin staff. And for us at Tall Poppy, that's all just on the Carpety Coast. Uh, fantastic team down there. So our head trainer lives in Carpety. She can do all our meetings over Zoom and Facebook whenever. So yeah. we don't have to pay one training manager in every single town in New Zealand. It's just one for the whole country. All of those smart business decisions using technology and that type of thing. So, yeah. My brother's well, online there. G'day, mate. How's it? Oh, always, always good to have family. Yeah, yeah. Pop along. See how the weather's going tomorrow, eh? See if we can get snacks and holes in after work. Yeah, here um, we can. Jeez, I'm not going to say no to that. No, it's not. Particularly when the weather's like it is. <laughs> So, so we, we've talked real estate a bit, mate. And, um, should we should we switch it over just a little bit and hear a little bit about the uh, yeah the finance world? Because um, I think obviously before on this podcast, a I don't really understand how much of this works. Mm-hmm. Um, B I think um, we used Jason Mel and their service to purchase our car just recently, and up until that I hadn't ever used a, a broker and have any idea how a broker actually works in the first place. Um, so yeah, maybe first up, what what is what is your core role or key role in the in the finance industry? So, our, what we do basically is we are yeah thanks Jet Charm. Well, I'm going to get told off from my wife because she said I've got to start using reusable cups, but <laughs> um, they don't sponsor us. But maybe no, we should go for we'll it. We'll see what happens. Quite good on Instagram, <laughs> although it's low camera angle doesn't. So oh, apologies no. to the people. There. Yeah. Um, so, brokers, well, what do we do? So, we are like a hub here, okay? So, like a, like a mortgage broker, I don't know if you use a mortgage broker, um, you have one, you haven't? No, I haven't. Sweet. So, what, if, if you were to go to a, uh, uh, to get a loan somewhere through a bank or something like that, if you go to bank A and they say, no, you go to bank B, C, D, so you have to go to four yep. or five different places, which is time out of your day, out of your life, which for a lot of people is money out of yeah, as well. Yeah, so what we do, we do all that legwork for you. So you come to us and say, hey, Jason, I'm looking at buying a car or I need a motorbike or a boat. I need to do some debt consolidation. Yep. You come to us. We have a discussion about what you're currently doing, where you want to be, how you want to achieve it. So we take all the information. We do one application form. Um, we, usually things we ask for is uh, ID, so license or anything like that, a couple of months bank statements or um, last two pay slips. So that's sort of the info that we need up front. Once we've had a talk to you and we find out a bit about your history, financial history, whether it's been sweet, no blips, or if you had a couple of blips or a couple of defaults or anything like that, don't think like you're not going to get finance somewhere because we still have relationships with dealers. As long as we know what's happening up front, we can... Explain to dealers what happened because sometimes you get a spark bill, yep. something like that, and it goes to an address that you were at and you just moved away and then you didn't get the bill. So six months later, a year later, all of a sudden it's at Bay Corp. You're like, how the hell did that yeah. happen? You know, yeah. now, now all of a sudden it's a thousand bucks or 1500 bucks. Yeah. A bank will basically flat out say, well, no, you've got a default yeah. for this and we're not going to lend you. Yeah. With us and with the lenders that we use, 
they're not banks, they're actual financial institutes like um, American Heartland and things like yep. that. They know that we're human. So if you have an, a, a blip like that, we can say, right, this is what happened. It was a spark bill. They moved out of their rental. They didn't realise what had happened. They've talked to Spark. They're paying it off now or they've paid it off. Yeah. No drugs. And they go, yeah, sweet. Okay, guess what? You've got a pulse. People make mistakes and yeah. things happen. Which is nice, actually. Yeah. So it's our job to find that information out and then we present you to the um, uh, finance company with your application, uh, pay slips and things, and then tell them the story or paint a picture about what you're trying to do, what you're trying to achieve and, and why. Uh, from there, we've got a, a range of dealers that we use, but from talking to you, we put you in the direction of the lender that we think is most likely going to yep. get on board. So all going to plan, they come back with an approval, um, we get the paperwork ready, um, you come into the office and sign it, or um, you can do electronic online signing with a few of the lenders, uh, get that done, and then if we can get that signed in the morning, then you're paid out in the afternoon. Yeah, And if it's for a vehicle, um, it goes directly to the... Selling, yeah. So whether it's private or a car dealer, yeah. I was actually just going to ask that. So mm. private selling, if you yeah. are happen to see a dude up the road who's got the yeah. car you've been looking for, yeah. same process, yeah. same thing. So the only thing then with the seller, we just need to get when the money is going to change hands. We just need to get. Um, this is what we do as well. We ring up the seller, say, "Hey, Jason here, Sigma Finance. Um, Ryan's buying your car off you. All good. Finance is approved. We just need." Uh, bank account from you or a statement to yep. show you know, your number your number and the logo of your bank and your ID, sign this form to say that you are selling it and that you did own it yep. um, and you'll have the money this afternoon. Cool. So it's basically yeah. the same thing for anything, whether it's yeah, a car, boat, plane, plane's a little bit different, but you know, anything like that. Debt consolidation is another big thing which I think ties in well with um, people water looking at purchasing homes at the yep. moment. We've had a few come through where um, people are wanting to buy a home, but because they might have four or five loans outstanding, yep. everything just looks a little bit untidy. So the yep. bank looks harder at it and like, oh, they've got money coming out here, 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 here. Um, we just, the bank will say, well, they need to be a little bit tidier to yep. actually process this loan. So then what we do is we have a talk to you again. You say, right, I've got a car loan here. I've got a gym visa here, I've got a credit card here, and I've got a personal loan here, and yep. it's all coming out to 25 grand. And they're all at different interest rates and at different times. So we go through the process of that, similar process what we just talked about, and then we basically wrap up all those loans into one loan, yep. one payment, one interest rate. Yep. Okay. So yep. all those other loans that you did have, those four loans, all get paid out, yep. and then you just have this one loan to... To, uh, to deal with them. And then all of a sudden, when you go in for your, apply for your mortgage again, yeah, um, you know, we've got this one loan here. We consolidated this to tidy up our um, outgoings. Yeah. We were paying 1500 bucks a month on this, and now we're paying, you know, out 1000 bucks yep. or 1100 bucks. So all yeah, of a sudden, totally. you've got more money to service the loan as well. So you just look like a better candidate for the bank to get your mortgage. Yep. So we're doing a bit of that um, at the moment, especially with the way spring coming into it and yeah. trying to get houses they're actually trying to tidy up now before they, they go in so that's one of our big things that we like doing we like doing debt consolidation because um, it's good for the people as well yeah, totally. it puts them in a better position Absolutely. and we love doing um, car finance and, yeah. and that sort of stuff as well so I think as um, 
for customers and thing, and, and being a customer here at Sigma as well, um, and you know, one of the things I think for a lot of people, finance I still think is a little bit taboo in New Zealand. Um, it's maybe not something that we regularly sit down and share with mates over a beer and talk about. And I think um, even for my wife and I, there's a little feeling of trepidation and nerves about coming into a place like this and having to put some of your um, financial things you know, out on the table for people to see. So so if you if if there's someone out there, possibly not the two people watching now, but uh someone who's watching at another <laughs> <Yeah>. stage. <laughs> if you two are wanting to <laughs> deck consolidate. But um you know should what what's something you can say to people if they are feeling a little bit unconfident about that type of thing. Um maybe just to put them at ease a little bit about how that goes or how yeah. much that they have to talk about or that actually to be honest, it is okay because as Jay said before, we are all human. Mm. But, you know, if someone is standing down at the bottom of Sigma Towers wondering mm. if they should come up and have a chat, yeah. you know, what would be what you'd say to someone who is in that situation? Yeah, I'd, I'd say just 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 that, pick up the phone or just come up and see us and just, you know, we're not going to sit here and force you to do an application. We'll, we can talk about what yep. we want to achieve first. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you exactly what you need and if you're comfortable with, Doing that, then the process is easy. Yeah, um, we don't. We're not here to judge anyone or anything. Yeah. Like if we we're here to help, obviously, a because um, we want you to see you get the car and have your deconsolation and get into yeah. the yeah, house totally. and things like that. And b because um, I mean we're a small business as well, so yeah. we we Just want this stuff to happen for you and for us. So yeah. It's all about having a conversation and matter if we can do it, we'll, we'll get it done. If yep. we can't do it, we'll just we'll explain why and hopefully from there we can say, right, in six months time, if you can sort out this, this and this, we can probably suss it all out for you. For you. Yeah. The thing, if you don't ask, you don't know. Yeah. And um, I think yeah, a lot of people are, are afraid of just asking. Yeah, I totally You agree. don't know what you don't know, so just yep. ask us the question. And I don't, I don't, if I don't know the answer to it, I'll find the answer for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we're just the same as well. We just want Yeah, without a doubt. Mm. And it's definitely some food for thought. I think um, you are talking a bit earlier about, um, you know, having to go around bank to bank to bank trying to trying to mm. find the best deal. And that's pretty disheartening for people as well. And I think I've read a post of yours in the past kind of saying that it also isn't maybe such a good way to do things because mm. every time you're going from bank to bank, you're getting credit checked. Yeah, along the way as well, um, and you know, coming to a service like yours, mm. there is actually a lot of peace of mind, and I can say from a customer perspective, uh, yes, you got to have maybe in your own head a slightly awkward, right? Yeah. Here it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and hand that over. But once once you have done that, and to be honest, it's not even that hard anyway. Um, he mm. literally, we just sat back, um, and it was within a day. Mm. Phone call from Jason Mao. Get shopping. Go find us something. And, you know, and that, that really was. And, and in the past, I certainly have trucked around from place to place and missed mm. out on things that we were pretty keen to do. That's a big thing. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you touched on that because I, I know it because I know it, but a lot of people don't know that. Exactly what you said. If you're going place to place to place to place to place, yeah, everyone's doing a credit check on you. And every time you get a credit check done, your credit score comes down, down, down. Yeah, it will get to a point where it doesn't matter how you how good you look on paper. If your credit yeah. score all of a sudden is low, they'll be like, "Well, no." Because when you do it, when they do a credit check on you, that doesn't tell them whether or not you're taking a loan or not. So they assume that, yeah, yeah, that you have. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. 
So yeah. that's why the score comes down, even though you, you might yeah. not. So that's one of our things is why that's why we discuss what you want to do and where you want to be. So we can plan out here, right, these are the one or two lenders that we're going to check. probably going to look at here. Because yeah. if one of those two aren't going to take them on, then there's no point in going this one, this yeah, one, because gotcha. they're not going to either. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden we'll say you might have one or two credit checks and that's it. So you haven't, you know, yeah. just gone and... Yeah. Good way to do it. Yeah. Good way to do it. I tell you what, I've had a real financial week this week. I've learned about debt consolidation, car loans, mortgage brokering, all, all, all yeah. the stuff. And Yeah, I think... The more that people are aware of the services that are out there, the better too. Um, I think we're, at, you know, probably the banks in New Zealand um, have had a pretty good stranglehold on that yeah. type of thing for a while. But you are seeing, you know, places like Sigma and other places around New Plymouth really starting to make a make an impact for people mm. and, and offering a great service at the same time. Use the professionals. Use our time. That's what it's yeah, here for. You guys yeah, can carry totally. on your life. Yeah. Have fun. Play yeah, golf. Why sit around? Yeah. yeah. Why sit around? Putting application after application, doing mm, once, and that's right. Else, take up. Let me do it. Relax. Put your feet up. And hey, same goes for real estate too. Mm. For all of you uh, thinking, oh, I might just put it on the market myself. Tell you what, there's pitfalls <laughs> in that. That's for sure. There's yeah. pitfalls in that. Anyway, yeah. we just clicked over twenty-five mins. That was easy. Thanks for that. Any questions out there? Just, a good, good fluctuating uh, audience as well. Yeah, good stuff. Just hips in there, just giving us some ribbing. You want to come back on, mate? You better be nice to us, Hips. Yeah, <laughs> he does, without a doubt. Yeah. Sweet. But no, hey, enjoyed it again, mate. And uh, yeah. we're going to make a bit of an effort. I think we were just talking this morning about fortnightly. Yeah, coming up with some stuff. And um, yeah, if you want us to have a throw out any information for you, if you want us to talk about something in particular, just um, leave it in the comments, and we'll do some research and try and find some answers for you if we don't yep. have them. So. Not afraid of doing that, but yeah, totally. hopefully everyone enjoys their Thursday. The sun's Thursday. out tomorrow. It's meant to be a cracker, so yep, get involved so. in that. Yep, and then working into the weekend, first World Cup mm. game. That's right. Oh, yes, yep. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So that's, yeah. And they're actually quite reasonable times as well, being in Japan, aren't they, for a change? Right? Well, yeah. It's, um, Was it 9.45? Yeah, on TV here? one. Yeah. yeah, it was lovely. So it's pretty good, really. Went to that. I can stay awake, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully I can get to that, that time of the night. Yeah, yeah. no, when you're in <laughs> Dad parent land. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, should we sign it off there? Leave people to it. Thanks for Done. coming. Later. And uh, we'll see we'll see you all another time. I'm actually going to end this properly this time. Hi, we're still live. <laughs>